Friends Club. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome. Welcome once again to the Saturday Friends Club, your location on the internet you can go to every week for fantastic conversations about things you probably should have watched at some point. I am Josh. We've got the full panel here today. We are here in lovely Hayward, California, sitting in a radio station. See, you said we we said we're on the internet, but we do have we do a storefront now. Oh, we do? Yeah, yeah. We've got a Squarespace or something. Are we getting a marketing brand on this? Uh, yeah, Etsy's already uh, trending upwards, so we're doing good. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Uh, we've got, uh, so I'm Josh. We've got Sabrina here. Hello. we got Eric. Yeah. Martin. Boy. Mags. They've given me power, listeners. Ma- They've given me power. <laughs> Mags oh actually has a board in front of them. Yeah, I've got the whole board here. I can, I can, I can, I can mute anybody. I can mess with levels. Can you- I can introduce <laughs> chaos into this wonderful experience. Mag, that you love so much. I'm getting a little bit of Neil Patrick Harris in a certain uniform feel from you. <laughs> <laughs> with my soundboard, I can stop the world. Yeah, I, was say, like, I suddenly <laughs> have a craving for Froyo. If you are, if you. Are, if you're insolent, I would electrocute you through your headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Mags is running, uh, it has board control uh, since we're in this new studio and there's no easy way for me to do it off of the yep. main board that's here. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'm, I'm currently knocking like cables around with my hands. So. It, it really is like Top Gun or like, you know, he's the pilot and Mags is like the radar operator. Goose! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, thank you, uh, huh? thank you all for listening. This is a Saturday Friends Club. We watch stuff, and you get to find out if it's still good. <laughs> and most of the time, it is not. It, it really is not. Uh, like it might be well, like raising standards in TV. It might be our rising standards as growing adults who have more complicated feelings about everything, as you probably heard from the pre-show. <laughs> um, but either way, well, it, yeah, no, it, most things are disappointing now. And, and yeah. let's not forget... <laughs> most things are terrible. On this, Welcome to 2017. Yeah. <laughs> on this, it is Happy Holidays. This is the last one of our, of our <gasps> holiday-themed oh, episodes. Happy Woo! Holidays! Happy, happy holidays. holidays! I'm getting drunk for Christmas. Me too. Hitting the nog. Oh, I'm going to be nogging so hard. It's going to be good. Uh, but yes, uh, we are finishing up our holiday extravaganza. Uh, we did uh, we did a little bit of Christmas Carol. We did a little bit of uh, you know something in New York that we can just kind of. It Forget was long it. and it was. It's just not. Go watch the Mc, original. McDermott in in in, in uh, yeah in, in the most world's most insane outfits. So now we're gonna go a in sweater with chins. <laughs> it was <laughs> just smiling at you. Uh, so now we're gonna go to an actual like a classic classic. We are we we oh are gonna boy. dive like knee deep in felt. And uh, Sabrina is the one that's gonna bring us in. What is this topic? It's Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. The uh, the Rankin and Bass classic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh this is, boy. This Out was... of many, actually. So what? Uh, how? What was your first contact with this? I remember watching not only this one, but all of the other Rankin and Bass uh, stop motion animation pictures since I was a little kid. My dad pretty much has every had every single one on VHS when I was growing up. So every year he'd bring out the box that had all these tapes in them and That's I would really sit there adorable. and watch all of them. Every year oh. I would watch them. We even had one that was, I don't know if this was Rankin Bass, but I remember there was actually one for um, uh, the Easter Bunny. That we had as well. Uh, slightly off topic, but... No, that's fine. But I'm not sure if that was Rankin and Bass, but it was the same style. But, so, yeah. But mostly we had just, like, the Christmas ones, so... 
Yeah, that was like every Christmas. I would watch these over and over again. Anybody else have any uh, contact with this one before? I, I saw it. I think this is one of those things that like inexplicably everyone has seen this at some point. Even though I really think they should stop. Yeah, I actually have a pretty distinct memory with this one in particular. It was when I was, I think, 9 or 10. And my parents had put me into this youth program at a... Uh, uh, one of those evangelical New Life Christian churches. Ooh, fun! And Ooh. so um, I was also one of the kids that was also kind of seen as the outsider weird kid that went to that church. And no. then we watched Rudolph the Reindeer, and it was kind of a surreal experience recognizing that I was the... You, I was you the outlier. I was the Rudolph <laughs> there who got picked on by all of the other kids and ostracized. And Aww. I'm watching this film about Rudolph and Miss... Did you want to be a dentist? I wanted to be a dentist! You wanted to be like a stone cold killer like Herbie? <laughs> yeah, it was it was a so it was kind of weird revisiting this and it brought back some not happy feels. Aww, Aww. I'm this, sorry. This I, I think it's one of those ones I want to say at the top like I've seen more parodies of this than like I've, than I've actually watched the yeah. movie. Yeah. This yeah, is so well this, known. This one's <laughs> this one in particular has some like really weird stuff um like my favorite part about watching these with my with my dad was that he he'd always go crazy with the part with the yeti because he just find it, he just thought it was hilarious. Anytime he came up, he's like he would just start laughing his head off because it's like pretty dramatic music. It looks he's like <laughs> I know because he doesn't look scary at all. So ridiculous. But I don't know. Out of all the Rink and Bass films, this is probably one of the more classic ones. But I think my favorite is uh, the Year Without a Santa Claus. I think is my favorite one. Which we'll probably do next year. Is this is this, is, there, are there, is there like a shared continuity? Is the same? Is like the Rankin verse? No, oh. no, there's no like no. set universe. It's just no. In fact, um, the first Rankin and Bass one that I really remember was uh, it was their last Animagic uh, hmm. movie to be made. Um, everything after that was traditionally animated, if I remember correctly. But it's um, based on uh, Elfring Baum's 1902 book of the same name. Um, and it's a, a much more, like, slightly pagan-esque retelling of the stories of Santa Claus. Um, and so, like, that that it clearly cannot uh, exist in the same universe as, uh, like, The Year Without a Santa Claus or, like, anything else. Yeah. So, like, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I think I know which one you're talking about. The one where they show how St. Nicholas came to be from when he was, like, really young. Yeah, yeah, from, like, an innocent little kid who gets... I want to say, like, he's orphaned, but I don't remember. It's been wow. yeah. many... Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Like, that's always that the story. A, I think that one's a good one, too. Yeah, I feel like... I think I saw that, again, like, as a young adult. Excuse me. As a young adult, and, it like, I felt pretty good about it. And also, it was nice to see a Rankin and Bass with more colors than snow. <laughs> and, well, like a Rankin and Bass, where not not everything is like wrinkled and has a butt. Uh, uh, well, uh, that, that one. Oh, I don't don't have strong feelings about butts in Rankin and Bass movies. <laughs> this one actually had some pretty dark and dreary colors in it, if I remember correctly, because this was like supposed to be before Santa Claus existed. This makes me mm. like, this, this. This really reminded me of Gumby. Yeah. Uh, I Gumby's a bit of a different style, though. And plus, Gumby was clay, I believe. Yeah. It was, but it was the same kind of, like, everything's slightly washed out, and there's stop motion, and, I don't know. It reminded me a lot of Gumby. Right. And then I, and then I remember that the Gumby episode that always horrified me as a kid, where he, like, melts. That was weird. Uh, I remember, I, Gumby was something else I grew up watching, but I don't remember being <laughs> freaked out by it. So. The, the weird noise he made, he shuffled around, like, shh. 
When you say it like that, it makes it sound like a horror movie soundtrack. <laughs> Gumby recut. Come on, Pokey. Pokey, where are you going? We just need the Klaus version of Oh Gumby no, now. Mr. Bill, yeah. Mr. Bill. Um, the blockheads are coming. So let's see. Uh, so Eric has seen it. Martin has seen it. Mag sounds like you've seen it. I've oh. never, I've never I seen a Raken like and really Bass. Only actually seen this one Ever. on like the ABC Channel reruns. ABC Family. Yeah. ABC yeah, it's, Family it's reruns. Like it and Charlie Brown. They're just playing. I've never one. seen the Charlie Brown oh, really? movies. But that's yeah. funny because they actually say this is. You're not missing much. What does it say? It says it is a CBS. I guess has the rights to it. So they show it several times during the Christmas and holiday seasons on CBS, and it has been telecast every year since 1964, making it the longest continuously running Christmas TV special in history. 2014 marked the 50th anniversary of the television special. Aww. So it, it, that's why I'm surprised you haven't seen it, because they air it every year. Holiday specials have never been something that our family, like, gravitated towards. Like, Not even the Star Wars holiday special? There's only mm. one holiday special I've ever watched, and we're watching that next year. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Bad news. I'm prepping you all year for it. No. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Next episode. Kill me! Kill me! Next episode, you get to find out what exactly that is. Yep. Um, I don't want to live anymore. Uh, everyone, get your uh, like. Yo, this is, this is this just is, skip this the is, next yeah. episode. Just, this is gonna be a podcast. Yeah, suffering, this is a podcast equivalent of Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert: It's not as good as Ray's Extra next. Oh, I don't know. We'd have to do like a checklist for both of them to see. <laughs> Oh boy, shall we? Yeah, we should. We should do. Uh, we should. We, we're obviously waiting uh, for the um, till till next episode, but we should definitely finish up the holidays here. Um, so while we get down to it, let's get into Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Reindeer. had a very shiny nose. How shiny? And if you ever saw it, it. you would even say it glows. Like a light bulb. (laughs) It didn't. It didn't. It wouldn't. It wasn't like a light bulb. It was a light bulb. It was yeah. a tiny little diode. And not yeah, yeah, not to mention that a dinky a cute little dialect. screech sound. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the feedback noise. They yeah, were like, yes, this is clearly the noise. Well, okay. That a glowing nose would make. Okay. Yeah. Well, first let's of not all, criticize. Let's, let's not let's, criticize Rudolph. Let, let's. Well, okay. I'm not criticizing Shh, Rudolph. Guys, hold on. Let's let. Yeah. Let's wait. Let it. Let us explain to the audience what this is, well, why we and it. then you can complain about the shiny nose and its screeching. But sound. if I may jump in, let's explain what Rudolph actually came from. So Rudolph actually came from a department store because mm-hmm. they were attempting to sell books to get more people to come in. So it would be like, hey, come in. We've got this book made for you that your kids can enjoy and read. So let's see here. 
Uh, Robert L. May created Rudolph in 1939 as an assignment for Chicago-based Montgomery, Montgomery Ward. The retailer had been buying and giving away coloring books for every Christmas year and decided that creating their own book would save money. May considered naming the reindeer Rollo or Reginald before <laughs> deciding on using the name Rudolph. In its first year of publication, Montgomery Ward distributed 2.4 million copies of Rudolph's story. Yeah, and so this and is like, all, all of this is from like a, de- a guy at a department store before World War II was real cheap. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, and very um, the guy who wrote the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is actually the brother-in-law of the guy who wrote the poem. So he he wrote the song, and the special is based on the song, oddly enough, and not the poem. <laughs> this really came from nothing. But I don't know. Is the poem exactly the same as the song? Does it say? Uh, I'm not sure if the poem is right on it. Uh, they've got the story mentioned here. I have to imagine that the story probably has some deviations from the song. It's very true to the source material. <laughs> well, and here it says it's the poem by Marx, or, or Robert L. May. So I wonder if the poem is the book. Well... The poem is likely the book, and then the song is its own thing, because they obviously wouldn't have the rhymes. Well, it could have the rhymes. I don't know. The catchy tune was first played in in Chicago's Drake Hotel by well-loved house pianist Joe Opie Gunther, a refugee from Nazi Germany. The song's first... Do you know how many Christmas songs are written by by by, by Jewish folks? It's it's kind of it's kind of amazing. That that is amazing. What the hell? It's as if they were I trying mean, to get away from a, something. I, mean, I, I know. It's <laughs> almost as if in the 40s there was a great darkness. <laughs> to be what, fair, it's about a like... reindeer, not about <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. And so. like, yeah, yeah. We're and only the, accepting yeah. refugees like, well, can you write a cool Christmas song? That's <laughs> 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 that's a bar to reach. So, man. yeah. So that's the history of Rudolph that we've got. So why don't we... I would like to add one more thing Go real for quick. It. Um, uh, uh, from the Wikipedia article of the poem, the cultural significance of a red nose has changed since the story's publication. <laughs> In 1930s popular culture, a bright red nose was closely associated with chronic alcoholism and drunkards. Yep. So the, the story yeah. idea was initially rejected. Wow. So it's actually really, so, it's really just a racist point against the Irish, right? <laughs> so Santa's got a drunk reindeer? This uh, is a dumb idea. <laughs> I think there is a joke song about the fact that Rudolph was actually a drunk reindeer. Yeah, it was written by Weird Al. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm I was just about saying. to say, really? Man, I felt like this was this was made in a definite. There's a definite Cold War allegory going on in the background of this movie. Yeah, all right. right. <laughs> oh God, let's let's get into the the, the layer of text before we get into the subtext. Let's yeah. Okay. Yes, and the abominable deep. snowman <laughs> is communism. Oh boy. Okay, so. We start off with Sam the Snowman welcoming the viewers to Christmas Town at the North Pole, who is voiced by Burl Ives. And, and is not wearing any pants. Nope. Well, he's a snowman. He doesn't need pants. Yes, but he's a vest. But he needs a vest, apparently. Not to mention that there's swanky lots of, hat. There's lots of cartoon animals that wear tops and no bottoms. Yeah. I know. It's disturbing. <laughs> Damn Donald Duck. Of all the things to fixate <laughs> so on. So hot but right they, now. But they also, before that, they even have, like, the blizzards all around, like, snow. Like, the, all those, like, newsreels, like, floating right. into the screen. There's snow. Yeah. There's clearly a snowman invasion well, going on. it's yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah. I, I definitely felt as if I was at a uh, World <laughs> War II. 
you're like, darling. American theater, watching yeah. the uh, latest up Nine, updates from the front. 1943, yes. the okay. Nazis brought a blizzard. This is only an hour show, so let's continue, please. <laughs> okay. Okay, so he introduces Santa and Mrs. Claus, who live in a castle, oh, which is weird, located yes. north of the Christmas tree forest. Mrs. Claus fusses over Santa. She wants him to fatten up by Christmas Eve. Sam then recalls the year Christmas was almost canceled due to a snowstorm and tells the story of how a very special reindeer saved the day. Uh, Donner, Santa's lead reindeer, and his wife have given birth to their new baby fawn, Rudolph. Upon admiring him, they are surprised to see that Rudolph has been born with a glowing red nose. Dun, dun, dun. When Santa arrives, he warns Donner that, that Rudolph won't make the sleigh team because of his nose. Donner's Jesus been... Christ, Santa. <laughs> oh. I know, Santa's really fucked up he, in this he one. He's a jerk in this. Everyone is, everyone is horrible in this. Christmas uh, is awful, I hate it now. Donner then decides to hide the nose by covering up with mud to allow Rudolph to fit in with all the other reindeer and making his already, already nasally sounding reindeer sound more nasally. Uh, let's see. Over Rudolph's first year of life, Donner trains him in the basics of being a reindeer, including hiding from the abominable snow monster of the north. <laughs> Rudolph enters the reindeer games, competing against his fellow fawns. During flight Hastily practice... Hastily inserted romantic sub-interest. Hello! Yeah. During, Hello! Flight, during flight practice, Rudolph meets a doe named Clarice, who tells him he's cute, which oh. causes an elated Rudolph to fly higher and faster than everyone else. <laughs> However, while <laughs> celebrating with the other bucks, Rudolph's nose cover pops off and the others react with fear, then scorn, and finally rejection as Rudolph is kicked out of the reindeer games. Walking away, Rudolph meets up with Hermie, an elf who ran away from Santa's workshop because he wanted to be a dentist instead of making toys, and they decide to run away together. And, and the, All right. Well, and his elf boss, who looks like Sebastian Gorka. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Let's see, what, what what can we dissect from this? One, uh, Rudolph's dad is a dick. Everybody's a dick. Everyone's Everybody's yeah. a dick. But, like, Rudolph's dad feels... Okay, so what year was this made in? 64. Okay, so this feels like somebody working off their 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 daddy issues with their, yeah. like, grew up in the 40s, dad who wanted him... Like, he, like the animator, the writer, or whoever, like, his dad wanted him to play football, and he didn't, and his dad had the emotional toolbox of a man who grew up in the 1940s. Yeah. And, like, it, this feels like it's, it's so... I mean, like, I feel part of the pot, and I'm very sorry. It just feels so on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> on the red, Ooh, on the red, on the red nose. nose. Yeah. I feel like the writer definitely wrote this while drinking scotch and neglecting his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's definitely some eggnog. Come on. There definitely is, like, a bit of this where it's just kind of like you could feel like... I wanted to be a writer, but my father said he'd kick me out of the house. <laughs> so he did. It's uh, Yeah, yeah. No, this feels like it's pulled uh, too 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 closely. <laughs> yeah, and the the female like the the Clarice is just the most hastily added on like I like you for no apparent reason. Hi, Rudolph. We need a quick case of the not gays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, make we cannot allow. We cannot allow this midnight botanist reindeer if to be a gay figure. If someone saw a small child who is playing a reindeer in a movie, they're like, "Well, he's probably gay." They're like, we gotta, we gotta really make sure that's not the case. Although, quite frankly, I think the elf needed it more than the uh, reindeer. I, I would say, I would also. Was anyone else find it weird that like? All of the, the little like reindeer, all, all the little like boy reindeers are all voiced by like kids, but like the female reindeer are all voiced by women, <laughs> by older ladies. Yeah, what is hello, what is Rudolph? Well, how are you? I thought Rudolph's voice actor actor was a girl. Let's take a look. Oh, is it? Oh boy, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was voiced by a girl. 
Rudolph, voiced by Burl Ives. No, uh... Burl Ives was a snowman. I know. Hello. <laughs> uh, Billy Mae Richards. Okay. So is that a boy or a girl? Well, with a name like Billy Mae, who's to Could know? be like Billy, Billy Jean as King. an I-E? Billy with an I-E? Uh, actress. Then, okay, then that's a girl if it's I-E. She's okay, Billy May. All right, yeah, that's a she's girl. Not, she's not the one. She's just. I the was girl. about to say, just, just, just like in uh, Asia, a lot of the times the, the young band? boys are voiced by older women. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, have you watched Pokemon? <laughs> Ash not, is voiced by a woman. Not in a while. Wait, okay. hold on. Now you're going to tell me that Bart Simpson's what? voiced by a lady too? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> My masculine power fantasy. I match Captain all. <laughs> he really was the worst. I'm just gonna put that out there. Oh, okay. Anyway, so, um, moving on. All right. So after they run away together, the pair then meet a prospector named Yukon Cornelius, got, like, he's which already. is a great name. God, like yeah. he has a Bowie knife and a gun <laughs> and a revolver too. <laughs> he's and a, a, and a like yeah, and a mustache. You could murder somebody. Yeah. With. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Not did mention that majestic beard. We did miss one like weird musical interlude. Oh yes. Well, it's not. It doesn't <laughs> really talk about the music interludes. <laughs> Yeah. And the, what the what the heck was with those owls? Yeah, okay. <laughs> the, the song that was weird. I don't know what you're talking about. There was the one song when like the um, the elf and Rudolph got together the first time, and they're just like, "We're just misfits." Like, and just like, let's have a weird random song. Okay, we can continue the story now. Yes. Right, I know that part, but I don't remember the part with the owls. They go hoot. Neat. <laughs> okay. Um, and the owls go. So, yeah, they run into Yukon Cornelius, who apparently has been searching his whole life for silver and gold. Silver and uh, gold. Prospecting. And then it totally it skips the part about the fact it goes blah, 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 silver, gold. Then after escaping the snow monster on an iceberg, it's like, okay. Yeah, they get attacked by the, the snow monster from Ski Free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this greatly designed... When, when that snow monster came out, perfectly I was like, executed felt sweet. snowman. You yeah, <laughs> a, a, a adorable plush snowman attacks them. So and Yukon Yukon Cornelius should totally have just like he's got a gun and a Bowie knife. He's ready to go. Oh, yeah, and can we talk have... about the fact that he's pulled by a sleigh of dogs that aren't sled dogs? Like one of them, I'm pretty sure, is like a dachshund. And like these random. One of them looks like a freaking corgi. Yeah, he's like just random selection of dogs that don't. Full sleds normally. Look, yeah. man. Look, dogs have dreams, and and Yukon Cornelius <laughs> is just helping these dogs overcome a race barrier. Well, and then he oh, ends God. up pulling the sleigh himself, and the dogs hop onto the sleigh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Yukon Cornelius, he doesn't need dogs. They're just there to keep him warm at night. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's he's enough man to pull that sleigh on okay. on his own. Um. So after escaping the snow monster. Uh, on an iceberg, the trio crash land on the island of misfit toys, where unloved or unwanted toys, or in some cases, toys that just weren't made correctly, live with their ruler, a winged lion named King Moonracer. A named nightmare Asl- creature named Aslan. <laughs> I liked <laughs> like, him. I thought he was cool. Oh, he like- yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's cool. But just like, you know, like... I can sort of see like a prospector trying to find gold in the snowy. Like I get it. Like the Yukon. I, I get what you're going for. But like, like half of a man, two thirds of a manticore rules an island of misfit toys <laughs> in the polar waste. I what? What I is know. there something I'm missing? I think there is 
somewhere like, something about misfit toys. Like I feel like that's a it. separate story, though. It's like the toy of like the Isle, like the toy version of like the Isle of the Damned. <laughs> right, but why a winged lion? Why not? Can Can you exactly. look up the Island of Misfit Toys? Because I feel like that exists somewhere else too. Oh, it is. It's another movie in the Rankin and Bass series. It's, yes. oh, it's, it's a real. Oh, it has its own movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't think I ever saw that one. Then it's a real place they called yeah. England. You have to think about it because the lion is, it's the head of the pride. He's the one that takes care of all of these poor misfits. He brings them into his fold, into his this kingdom. Is, this is And a, yet in real life, the the male lions are pretty useless. Yeah, and it's yeah. the women that actually do all the work. Well, you know, this is 1964. Oh. We have to be, we have to yeah, be cognizant a, okay. of the yeah, there were, context. I mean, there were a lot of very strict lion gender roles back then. Oh, so. Indeed. Okay. Some of them even done during the film. Ah, <laughs> oh, so much typecasting. Uh, it was Misfit Toys. So this was actually, a, there was a Misfit Toy movie. Oh, God, this looks awful. Christmas specials wiki. What? <laughs> what? What? Holy Christmas-specials.wiki.com. <laughs> oh, boy. And there is a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in the Island of Misfit Toys. But this oh. appears to be 3D animated in 2001. Oh, it's 3D animated. Uh, I think there was oh. another Rudolph movie that was that was i don't remember this i think there was another rudolph movie this is not a, not a but movie it wasn't 3d okay whatever we'll continue on not important uh the king allows the group to stay one night on the island in exchange for returning to christmas town to ask santa to find homes for the unwanted toys however rudolph leaves the island in the middle of the night on his own fearing that his nose which attracts the abominable will endanger his friends um, and during this time, he somehow grows into adulthood and tries and fails to find a place to settle where he will be accepted despite his nose. Man, this is Lion King, isn't it? Almost. Uh, returning home, he finds that his parents and Clarice have been looking for him for months. <laughs> he sets out once again, because deer do mature in months, he sets out once again to find them only to discover that they have been kidnapped by the abominable snow monster. Rudolph tries to save Clarice from being eaten, but the monster hits him in the head with a stalactite, dazing him. Later, Hermie and Yukon return to Christmas Town and go to save Rudolph. Hermie, oinking like a pig, lures the monster out of his cave, and Yukon drops rocks on his head to knock him out. Hermie then pulls out all the monster's teeth. In a yeah. amazingly, like, what the <laughs> that hell? Was, that was messed up. Yeah. Whoa. He just stone cold, like, well, like this is like uh, American History X curb stomp, like... Or which one? Which movie was that? I think that was American okay, History. Was, X. I was thinking that. Okay, yeah, but it's like he, he like he just straight up like pulls the monster's teeth out. When does he have that power? I, apparently, since he wants to be a dentist, that that's part of the plot. I fear that's every dentist. He, that's why he that's needed like to be a dentist. Arc. <laughs> uh, realizing that the abominable is now defenseless, Yukon drives the toothless monster back, only to fall over the cliff with all his pack dogs. Because yeah, he's Gandalf. He does like a Gandalf thing here. Morning, Yukon's supposed death, Rudolph, Hermie, Clarice, and the Donners return home where everyone apologizes to them. After hearing their story, Santa welcomes the group back to Christmas Town, promises that he'll find homes for the misfit toys. Hermie opens his own dentist's office, and Donner apologizes for being so hard on Rudolph. Yukon then returns with a reformed abominable snow monster whom he hired to be a tree decorator. <laughs> Christmas Eve comes, and while everybody's celebrating, Santa fears that he'll have to cancel Christmas if the storm doesn't let up, which is what all the newspapers were alluding to in the beginning of right. the film. Um, <clears throat> Santa is soon distracted by Rudolph's red nose and realizes that its light could cut through the storm. 
He asks Rudolph to lead the sleigh, and Rudolph agrees. The team then flies off to the island and picks up the toys. The special ends with Santa wishing the viewers a Merry Christmas as he and Rudolph fly off into the night. Interesting point. In the original version, Santa never picked up the misfit toys. Well, there weren't any misfit toys. What do you mean toys. the original version? In the, it, so I pulled up an article that stated that uh, in the original airing of the show... The Santa never picked up the misfit toys that was not included in it. So How did they like a, end it then? It just ended with Rudolph going off into the sky. Credits. Ooh, Weird, they, what? Like, reshoots? How they? Do they why? Add- why even put the misfit toys in there if they weren't going to put that at the end? Then I don't know, but maybe, they just didn't. maybe they edited because so like, that uh, Rudolph could have his misfit youth yeah, in the big liberal city or whatever. Well, I was gonna say, and like, then maybe, come back to his rural hometown. Maybe test audiences <laughs> were like, this movie is too bleak. Like everyone is a terrible asshole. Like we need to at least save the toys. Supposedly, the angry kids actually sent letters going like, "No, Santa would have saved the toys. Why would he?" Get rid of toys. That's awful. I'm glad kids in the 60s had real, like, they, they cared about continuity and everything. Well, there's also the, I've seen this meme go around a lot this year, but if uh, if Santa knows if you're naughty or nice, why did he not know that the ra- that the reindeer were bullying Rudolph? Oh, God. It's because maybe, he's able ooh, to interpret maybe, behaviors of humans. Maybe not. The Santa was really gross. So what you've come across is the the, the, the argument for theodicy. <laughs> <laughs> Why does evil exist in a world with an omnipotent god? Well, maybe it's something like when when he's out, like he, maybe he doesn't know who's naughty and nice until he like, he gets on the sled to deliver the presents. And maybe like, all of the presents are sort of like Schrodinger's presents, <laughs> and the moment you uh, they are observed by someone, they feel like they're naughty or nice wave field, and then transform into the appropriate. So, or, so or he, like just... he takes off. Well, he takes off and like it's like okay, naughty and nice left, and like prints out like a ticker tape thing. And <laughs> he's like. Oh my god, all of my reindeers are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> when I get back, I'm going to turn their hides. That's why he's never taken Literally. care of the abominable snowman problem. I, I, I like when, like, you're the elves, all dicks and I'll let you be hunted. The, the elves sing their terrible song, and Santa's just like, This is terrible. I'm out of here. Because they sing it every year. I don't blame him. But at the same time, it's like, God, Santa's a real they asshole. Sing it every movie. year, they, really they should is. be better at it. Yes. You would think, but. And the boss should be less, like, the boss doesn't seem like he wants to hurry to he wants to hurry to sing and he wants more pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, do we have anything else to say? The boss of the elves. Was the weird a soft jerk. focus thing. Like it smelled like they just felt. It felt like they just smeared Vaseline on the lens, and we're like, well, I guess this is oh, this who is, we are now. This is a greasy movie. <laughs> The noise that the diode makes whenever it lights it's up. It's obnoxious. Oh, I don't terrible. understand. Yeah, I think that's why it was part of why everyone was like so like grossed out by the nose. It wasn't just because it was glowing, but because it was emitting this really high pitched sound. And you know, animals have better hearing than humans. Oh, so you yeah. can imagine oh. it must be really bad for the Rudolph, other reindeer. Totally Rudolph, I can hear your nose screaming. <laughs> So what you're saying is that Rudolph needs to have some kind hide, of surgery. Hide your shame, son. The sound. <laughs> like hide just, your shame. He just dips Rudolph's nose in like tool dip, and it's just like he's got like a he's got like a nubbin cap. Yeah, it's mud. He literally digs his hooves into the ground and then pops it on his nose. I'm like, oh, but first of all, how's he supposed to breathe? 
Okay, let's see. I've got some trivia, which includes the details I was mentioning before. Uh, Ah, no. In the original TV version of the show, Rudolph, Hermie the Elf, and Yukon Cornelius visit the island of misfit toys and promise to help them. But the misfits are never mentioned again. It is after it was shown, the producers were inundated with letters from children complaining that nothing had been done to help the misfit toys. In response, Rankin Bass produced a new short scene at the end of the show in which Santa and his reindeer, led by Rudolph, land on the island and pick up all the toys to find homes for them, which has ever since has been the standard version of the show during the holidays. Wow, so kids like were this concerned about it. Like back then it was like Santa was more of a dick than he should be, and now it's like, please don't repeal our net neutrality. I mean, <laughs> back then, kids were, like, even back then, kids were, like, super into, like, Santa back then more than they are today, I think. And writing letters. And, and writing, yeah, writing and, letters to, and going to, to people Vietnam. thinking their opinion matters. But oh, no, they children. actually they actually did, though. Like, I hear stories about how kids write letters and pe- they would even get responses to those friggin' letters. It's just, like, crazy back then. Well, you have to remember, the internet and comments didn't exist as we know them. So how were you? How else were you supposed to get a response? Yeah. Right. It's hard, it's hard to shitpost when it's all by mail. Exactly. When and you have a return address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, every, if every comment you posted had cost you 42 cents, like, you bet your ass... Like I, uh, yeah, it po- would, the would, world would be a better place. You would be mm-hmm. yes. You 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 would have to post well. So this is how we solve social media. Yeah, yeah. Micro take away the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they, that's what they're trying to do. Let's yeah. uh, uh, see some some other. It, Josh, tell us something good. Sure, uh, I could tell you one uh, one nice thing and one kind of depressing thing. You ready? <laughs> no. Do it. All right. The nice thing, according to the brother Ken Miller. Romero, uh, Romeo Mueller, and originally intended for the elf to be named Herbie after a childhood friend. Rudolph's sweetheart was named Clarice in honor of the bride-to-be of a... Nu- they, like, definitely heard it. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Billy, Billy Mae Richards, who is Rudolph, and Paul Souls, who is Hermie, lived in the same Ontario retirement community until Richard's death. Aww. Huh. That's, that's kind of sweet, but also sad. Well, he was going to die eventually. Well, they are mortal, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh? I just had a dark thought. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's the noise you make when you have a dark <gasps> thought? I just thought it was something awful. Take us down the dark and stormy road, Max. <laughs> All right, so just Darkness like... imprisoning me. Like, like, you know, they're mortal. And I was like, oh, man. Wouldn't it be kind of weird if you were just like, if you got to a certain level of fame and then became immortal? I was like, oh, but what if you had to maintain that level of fame? And like, can you imagine being like 600 years old and like just pimping yourself real hard on whatever the 2617 social media sites are to maintain your ranking so Man. you don't die? So us normal people who who aren't famous are going to live very short lives then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I think yeah. they would be average length lives, the same number of years you well, would live could, now. Could Twitter bots then extend your life indefinitely? Oh my god. I don't know. I haven't thought of the rules of this universe yet. Uh, Just the dark path. So this this is the dystopian world you're going to create for us, right? You're going to write this book. And I, in the future, I guess it, it will be I read guess, in high school. This would be this would be an excellent original content <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I just imagine like a four hundred year old like Kim Kardashian just Smash going, that, "Follow like, me, follow me." I'm dying. Look at my <laughs> booty. Look at my booty. Please, like the booty. Please remember to like and subscribe. 
My booty is so large. Would you like to tap that ass? Kanye is still alive, too. I'm going to let you finish eventually. Oh, no. Anyway, that's been Rudolph, I guess. Welcome to darkness. We don't want to talk about the immortal Kardashians. No. Well, no. Okay, no, no. No, no, no. Here's the thing that um, if we're going, are, are we going back to Rudolph? Let's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just go back to, let's get yeah. back on topic. We are okay. mostly joking. We should it. talk about the immortal Cornelius. Well, we should also, no. we should also <laughs> talk about our feelings looking back on it. Sabrina, what is your feelings going back? Okay, so I still liked it. I thought the animations were cute. Yes, the abominable snowman looks stupid, but he's always looked stupid even when I was a kid. Uh, the only thing I kind of realized this way around, I was kind of like, I was thinking about the song, and I was thinking about the movie at the same time, and I was like, when I thought about it, I was like, whoa, that's really messed up. So they pushed him aside because he was different, and they didn't really welcome him back until he proved useful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. much the message I got from it. So it's like, yep. oh, if you're different, it's bad, unless your difference makes you useful somehow. Listen, you might be gay, but you're a hairdresser, so that's all right. Almost. Oh, honey, those roots, you really need to touch up. Yeah. All I, right. I, oh, that's exactly right. right. Yeah, all right, can we? That's a gay can person, we? yeah. Uh, yeah. Check yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Poor Rax. It doesn't really work because I'm a girl. I'll see if it's still. Anyway, it doesn't work for many reasons. I know. Uh, but, like, it's funny how people will just fucking ignore you. Sorry. It's funny how people will just flip and ignore you until they need something from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, if you're slightly different, then ew, gross, stay away from me. Unless you have, like, a weird thing that'll help us. Exactly. Because apparently Santa doesn't have lights or flashlights or. Floodlights or any kind of lights. Candles, like what is I? What I don't. What? Why does this? Why how? What is the candle power on this nose? Look, so it, every time it, it rains on Christmas, does it? Does he not? I know it can't be the first Christmas this has ever happened. But also, he he flies in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> so like, why is it Christmas candled every year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why he, does like, the flies along in the difference? twilight? Maybe, maybe he needs the red light. They kind of signal so he's not like intercepted by like <laughs> yeah, Norad. So he doesn't hit, hit a plane. Exactly. Or yeah, yeah. Or yeah, I mean, this that sounds like what we could cobble together with like fifty stock footage of you know like oh no jet interceptors like oh is he you know, r- you know, Russian like, missiles coming Man. in? No, that's what he needs for the signaling when he's going over Soviet space. It's like well, no, do, it's okay. It's um, I, it's Russian Santa. They do I, have a shot of like in the of the show like of kids looking up and they see like the like the light moving across the sky and it's like oh god, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All I will say is that I have been watching a lot of like airplane crash simulations and like I can just imagine one that is just completely built with just like Santa went without Rudolph this year let's see what happens no (laughs) weird YouTube hole have you gone down (laughs) it's amazing he's dragged me down that hole with him I like, was... we watch three or four videos in a row, and then I have to tell him to stop because I start feeling really, really sad. Because <laughs> most of them it's don't like end well. the bruise that is your, if your you, soul. You know what? And it, I like flying. As it so happens, if the back tail of a plane falls off, nothing good happens. No. Uh, you kind of need Gee. those. Yeah, yeah. Generally speaking, those are important for maintaining... Also, uh, yeah. the, the whole the flying, flying aspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the whole... Also, if the front half Even of a plane. plane falls off, that's also bad. Also hard on you. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, if you lose I the guess, pilots. Yeah. And I guess if, if you are in a big commercial like plane, they don't really like it when you roll over onto their backs. 
they don't like that, and they don't like steep climbs or steep dives. It's like they weren't really built for that. They don't yeah. like it at all. Yeah, that's a real great. That's it's real great. I'll show you guys some later. It's amazing. Also, oh, it's a bad man. idea to attack the pilots on a plane because With, then there's no one flying it. But right. what if the person attacking the pilots is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yeah, that'd be good. Then he could use I his mean, nose like, so could, bright. Could a, I don't. Could think... a reindeer slay flying? Like, could a seven forty seven survive a collision? <laughs> oh boy uh but or how many airplanes crash into mountains uh, there was at least two more than apparently more than you would think more than mm-hmm. i would like I one would, of them in that. antarctica surprisingly enough wow what if all right <laughs> what if one of them what if one of them actually what if one of them actually crashed on the island of misfit toys yes and exactly. then where it became that's the plot of lost isn't it maybe, maybe that's no maybe that's oh, where that no. like relation flight 337 oh, oh that's where they are oh. we solved the mystery guys all right pew, pew, pew. We are we are we have officially reached match max podcast, <laughs> and we're done. Right. We have the audacity to dare, um, but yeah. This uh, aside from all the diversions, uh, actually onto the subject at hand, uh, Rudolph. Uh, I vaguely remember it seeing it the first time. I was like, uh, this is really lame. And if I have kids or I become like an uncle or something, I'm definitely not going to recommend them seeing this. There's like way better stuff to see. I think as a one-time watch, maybe. Maybe it. It was just like everything was. I don't know. Everything like the animation's kind of cute, but everyone's voices were just like, <laughs> like this weird. It's like I don't know. Like the voices in a... Sonic were worse. What? Oh well, God! Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get there. But no, like, we're no, not. I feel... <laughs> Are we going after this podcast? I don't know. Um, no, I feel like the voices in a lot of like 1950s, 1960s animation. Are like well, children will watch anything, and children yeah. need this sort of specific kind of like high pitched um, engagement. And it reminds me of like the oral quality, like the the how it feels to your ear, the way like Victorian poetry designed to moralize that children feels to your heart. Mm. It it also like everyone talks like Mr. Bill. Yeah. Yes. Oh no. Like I would watch it again. I would. I would. Uh, like I would happily get together with some friends and like make some peppermint bark and hot chocolate and and like put up a blanket for it and like watch a bunch of dumb Christmas movies with some folks I like. I would absolutely, absolutely watch this again. Let's do it. I, on the other hand, would not. I'm not doing anything for Christmas. <laughs> I'll just. I'll. I'll be happy to like pass out behind your couch and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll get him. We'll get him. We'll get him. Uh, uh, high on nog. Noggin. Yeah. Noggin. Noggin. We'll just. It's a nog coma. Yes. No, I mean this film. Yeah, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer for me was just. I did not have fun watching this, was, this at all. This was far it from was the. Just, this was far from the most unpleasant thing we've seen in this podcast, but it definitely was for me very forgettable. Yeah, it was forgettable. It was uncomfortable for me. I just, <laughs> I just wanted it to bring end. back memories. It yeah. brought back really unpleasant memories, I, I, and it made me a little self conscious. If, if Yukon Cornelius had fought the snowman with a gun and knife, this movie would have instantly become amazing. But <laughs> it would that that would have salvaged at least a part of it for me. I wonder if there's a fan animation of, of that. There oh, has to be. Please. There has to be. Dun, I want to say he gets dun, six dun, shots. Dun, dun, dun. He gets six shots into the snowman, but. It's like not enough, and, the, and he's got the knife, and they're fighting. And I don't, like I don't know. For me, like I, 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 maybe it's just because like I also grew up watching the old Star Wars movies, but like I always have like this weird. Anytime I see the abominable snowman, it also <laughs> makes me think about the scene from Star Wars where he's fighting that big white well, monster. Some people mm. say that George Lucas stole the idea from. 
Oh, you think that's because it does kind of look like a yeti. A little bit. I mean, yeah. I think it's supposed to be, but and 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 he's hanging upside down and isn't. Wait, no, Rudolph wasn't hanging upside. No, down. No, no, yeah, no. And then Rudolph didn't... called the lightsaber. And... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then uh, and then uh, Her- uh, Herbie came by. Rudolph and, is a Sith. Suddenly, uh, it all makes cut, sense. <laughs> he cut one of the other reindeer open and had to climb inside. No, Santa is a Sith. Yeah. Oh my God. Rudolph is his apprentice. I I would be interested to see like. <laughs> can, can we do? Can someone please make a Rudolph Star Wars slash Rudolph is Kylo Ren? Make, slash fiction. Please be careful yeah. where you put that slash. <laughs> Sorry, not slash fiction. Um, <laughs> 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 no, that's not what I it said. Exists. I think, it, I sure think it, it does. Damn it! Yeah, but yeah. Wh- wait. If we follow this line, does that technically no. make Donner Darth Vader and? Well, okay. Here's oh, here's one to throw. Here's no, a. No, quant- he's like Uncle Ben. Here's a quandary I want to throw out for you. Uh, Donner is the name of Thor in in uh, in Wagner's like uh, the Ring cycle, so he's Chris Hemsworth. What? Yes. What? Don, uh, Donner is like the German version of Thor, voiced by Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in this movie. It's, it happened, guys. I wish. All right. Uh, last call on Rudolph. Uh. <sighs> Last drink call, more like it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So I think the idea is watch it if you want, or you know, it's it's, it's harmless. If, if you don't already love it a little bit, then you probably yeah don't won't start. fall in love with it. It, it will be like trying to start smoking. Like yeah. this is really terrible. Like uh, if you, if you're if you're a Rankin Bass fan and you haven't seen this, then you should watch it. But, but, but if you are a Rankin Bass fan, even if you have watched this and enjoyed it. Just but I like I mean I like Rankin Bass the Hobbit and I, I like their his Lord of the Rings in a weird way because it's just strange. But, but well, there's so many to pick from. You don't have to like this one. He they've done tons of other ones. <laughs> You're no longer forced to like this one. Which I don't know. For me, this is just one of the classic ones, and like I said, it is one of the most well known ones. Um, so I thought this was like a good one to start with. Yeah, I mean this is a this is a certainly within our wheelhouse. It and I just, I like these, I like seeing the old school, like, stop motion stuff. I, I made a felt. Do, 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 well, do. I think that will take care of us for this week. Thank, I hope you all had a very happy holiday and continue to have a very happy holiday. Oh, yeah, Christmas is coming up. It's yeah. going to be nice. It's going to be a nice, good time. Uh, have a good time. Anybody else have Christmas plans, by the way? Or holiday plans? Let me be. I, I might be guinea pig sitting. Ooh. 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 So you, you, you just sit there and have your holiday drink while they make those unearthly like sc- like screeching noises. Basically, I'm gonna be helping my dad figure out leave of absence policy at his employer and um, also figuring out retirement investments. Should be Ooh. fun. Exciting. Adult stuff. Yeah. yeah! Um, all right, I yeah. think, and I know that me and Sabrina are just going to be hanging out here in the bay because <coughs> Sabri- adulting. Sabrina and I, you and mean? T- however, oh, grammar isn't good. Well, there is one group of people I do want to thank who is our wonderful Patreon subscribers, which with the great Patreon purge that has happened, um... Sorry, yeah. doesn't you can do that. You should have let me know <laughs> you, so I could bring you, like, my men. Five <laughs> looks and you finally like, oh, okay. <laughs> this it is doesn't a... help that I'm sick on top of it. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so thanks to our Patreon subscribers, and we're going to go ahead and call you guys out uh, since I did not get you the last few episodes. Thank you so much to you guys out there who are able to, to give us a little bit of a boost, help us out, get our equipment. Uh, we hope things are sounding good, and uh, you know we're just going to keep uh, giving some, some great stuff. I'm also going to be throwing uh, some of them some prizes across on the Patreon group. So thank you very much to Item Crafting, Radea, Phoenician, Francis Martin and Dan Vincent, thank all five of you for submitting across to the club. All right. Aw, ye. And uh, if you want to, you as well can go over to patreon.com, uh, avoid the purge that has happened recently, yeah. and uh, subscribe across well, to us. Well, they redacted that. They did. They did. They, they were like, we did something stupid, and we apologize. I, I technically have my own Patreon that I don't use. <laughs> so I got the letter too. You got it too. Yeah. You just wait. You're gonna go there one time, and like someone sent you like a thousand dollars. No, because I have nothing set up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just made an account. If they did, it would be very surprising. Yeah, because I'm like, I no one knows about this. What the hell? We we need to start promoting it. You know. Get you, get you in the money. Well, we'll get there when we get there. We do. All right. Uh, you can also find us over on Twitter at satfriendsclub.com. Our website is satfriendsclub.com. Like, love, subscribe. Yes, follow us. If you're listening to us on whatever service you are getting this, uh, be it iTunes, please leave us a review. Say we're cool. Five stars. Get us up there. Get us up there. Get us up there. Make us famoso. Help us. Please help, help us. Famoso. Famoso. I, I, Famoso. Haven't, I haven't slept in like five days. Well, and uh, on that next episode, it's what you've all been waiting oh for. God. We've, we've alluded to it for an entire year. It has been our <laughs> it's hopes. Ha- it's happening. Our dreams. Oh God. We're the all... Adventures of Sonic we're... the Hedgehog. <laughs> God damn it, chili we're dog. We're all going to die. Catch you next week for the best episode of the Saturday Friends Club. Till then, sleep well, everyone. And have a Merry Christmas, Christmas. slash Hanukkah, slash Kwanzaa, Christmas slash whatever is... you believe in. Christmas Christmas is... Rough Next is still better. Christmas was ruined now. <laughs>